Welcome once again to another fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. We help business creators like you win at the game of business and marketing so you can thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion and make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Please take a moment and visit our website, www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. You'll find hundreds of episodes covering a breadth and depth of topics relevant to you as a business creator and links to subscribe via your favorite network so you get fresh episodes delivered straight to you. And now, here's today's episode. Let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored by your decision once again to tune in and invest in yourself today. The Business Creators Radio Show takes you to those places where you have those mastermind meetings and aha moments that can change your trajectory or at least bring you a little bit closer to serving from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. I'm coming to you today from my purple couch in my sumptuous Las Vegas apartment here in the hottest city in America, and I'm joined by one of our podcast production assistants, Princess Stella Juliana, who's sitting on my lap and purring like a Mack truck. And she is excited about today's topic, as am I, because it ties into something I've been saying for a long time, an anecdote that I'll share once we dive in. So we're going to be covering e-commerce for all, making online retail affordable and accessible. And we're going to be speaking with the founder of a company called Make Local global so i've been saying for years that people search globally to find local and today's guest is about making local for global so i'm not sure exactly where the parallel synergy is but together we are about to discover how that exists his name is sahil jitesh and let me just tell you about uh, founder of make local for global redefining e-commerce and empowerment so in the midst of the global pandemic, as I like to call it, the bug, Sahil's unwavering passion led him to empower businesses worldwide, that vision being a world where every entrepreneur, regardless of technical know-how, can thrive online. His mission brings dreams to digital storefronts, driven by accessibility, empowerment, and innovation, leveling the playing field, making digital opportunities accessible to all backgrounds. His work transforms businesses and lives, innovating the digital landscape, and as a beacon of hope and a pioneer, his commitment reshapes e-commerce and empowerment, inspiring change globally. Okay, the gauntlet has been thrown down. This is pretty bold, so I can't wait to see it. Bring it on, Sahil. Come on in. The weather's fine. Yeah, hi, Dom. Uh, it, was, uh, it is a pleasure to be here with you, you know, on your, on your podcast show. And I'm happy to share a lot of information about the e-commerce and the marketing and a little bit about the company and uh, about my journey. Uh, I was starting a uh, Make Local for Global. Yep. Well, you know, and this is one of those things that this e-commerce thing is challenging to some people. Uh, They don't know what platform they use. They don't know how to create a product that will sell. They don't know how to reach the audience to sell it uh, i mean it's great like i could put up a, a website this afternoon selling t-shirts that's all well and good yeah i know how to do it i i could use your platform i could use somebody else's platform i could use uh, a wordpress site with woocommerce i could just simply build a bunch of pages and link them to my shopping cart i have ways of doing it and if i had about three hours as soon as you and i were done i could be selling this afternoon i could be selling something and if it's something like t-shirts or other yeah. so- sorts of lag nap i could uh I could uh, have some third-party platform where I just upload the logo and uh, select right. a store and click publish. I, I mean, I could be selling in three hours. That's all well and good. So now I'm an e-commerce seller, but then what? Now, before we get into the then what, I read off your official bio. This is so impressive and so inspirational. I'm not sure I'm worthy to be here, and this is my show. So what we like to do is we like to pull back the curtain. Tell us something about your personal journey in your own words and what has and how that helped bring you to where you are today, serving business creators from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. 
Oh, yeah, sure, definitely. Uh, it's a pretty long story, but I'll try to make it as short as possible. So basically, I'm from India, and I did my bachelor in mechanical engineering over there, and then I came to London, UK, and did my master's in mechanical engineering. Nothing to do with social media or website design or the whole e-commerce. Uh, but my passion about the social media, it leads to leads me to start a company, a marketing agency in London called Make uh, Mr. Great Marketing. Yeah. So that's where I started around in 2016. Uh, and that's how the journey started. And uh, I used to provide all the uh, solution in regards to marketing from website design to social media solution. And it's a proper marketing agency targeting medium to large scale uh, the uh, large scale uh, customers. Uh, the just I always say the the journey for the macro for global it started uh, around the pandemic uh, during the COVID. So uh, because I have a like really nice uh, Instagram account uh, uh, for my marketing agency. So we, we, we post on a daily basis, we post really good, uh, interesting things about social media, about tips and how to get most out of it and SEO and all the stuff. And I saw a huge inquiry uh, during the COVID and just after the COVID where people are asking lots of questions about uh, how to get new customers on my, uh, on my online store. And if you guys can build us an online store for us, because we, we generally... Uh, you know, uh, provide service to medium-sized business or uh, uh, enter, uh, enterprise level. So the sh I would say uh, the small ticket clients, uh, customers, we generally don't take on board because to keep the reputation of a company uh, at that high level. Uh, so that's where, you know, um, and then after the time goes, around at the end of 2022, uh, I was sitting with my fiance talking about uh, you know, about this all inquiries I received and I have to say no to them very politely. Uh, so that's where, you know, we were discussing about start starting something new in the business to increase the revenue or help us as many different people as we can. And that's where we see a huge gap in the market, you know, because there are lots of uh, startups, the small companies, the hobbyists, you know, who learns different skills during the, during the COVID time. And just after that, they want to monetize their hobby. You know, lots of people learn about how to make candles, the different styles and different smell, different design. But now what? Now we learn about those skills. Uh, now we want, to we want to monetize it. And for that, you need to build an e-commerce store. And what is hosting? What is domain? So much technical stuff goes on at the back end. And uh, the, that's where we say, all right, what if we can provide that service to them, like a done for the solution. Right. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so that, that, that's where, you know, this uh, real, realization ignited uh, my passion for being uh, to help uh, uh, businesses, especially the startups and small businesses to leverage the power of e-commerce. Uh, and now the question is how we can make it affordable. Uh, right. And accessible to everyone that we can, <laughs> we can discuss later on, but yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to skip ahead just a little bit here, and I'm going to ask, so what? And here's what I mean by so what. Uh, you mentioned candle makers, for example. So they have this process for making candles. Well, so what? I can go to Walmart and get a candle. Uh, I, I I knew somebody who had an e-commerce business. I think she's still in it. I'm not sure. But I remember that I, I think I actually bought some soap from her, if I remember. She was in the soap business, and she had all these yeah. – you know, these processes for making this very special soap. And uh, and now somebody else might have come along and said, so what? Uh, candidly, I bought it from her because she was a friend of mine. I figured, what the hell, I'll try it out. But there still wasn't a so what answered. So you have e-commerce people who can sell candles. They can sell soap. They can sell T-shirts. They can sell uh, custom-made furniture. I mean, we can go down the line. Uh, they can go to yard sales and buy up old lamps and do really nifty things with them by uh, refinishing them and putting new shades on them. So what? So what I'm asking here is how do we answer that? So what question? So like, okay, so I'm, I'm doing e-commerce. I'm selling something. Mm -hmm. So what, why should somebody buy from me? Yeah. Uh, that's a really uh, good question. Adam. You know, uh, how you can stand apart uh, from the rest of the crowd there. Right. So, yeah. uh, 
there, there are different ways uh, when it comes to you know selling. Uh, you can tell about your brand story about the how your product is solving problem. You know what is your unique selling point? USP is uh, what's your niche issue all about? Uh, who is your target audience? So many technical jargons. But I truly believe when it comes to e-commerce, the successful e-commerce business are those that understand the value of a customer experience. You know, yeah. it's not just about selling products. It's about creating an online environment uh, and which resonate with the with the target audience. So if, if I'll give you an example, uh, imagine a startup uh, selling, let's say, handcrafted jewelry. To stand out, they might uh, focus on showcasing the craftsmanship behind the pieces, uh, sharing stories about their art style and offering like seamless shopping experience. You know, building a genuine connection with customers through transparency and authenticity uh, can turn first-time buyers into loyal brand advocates, I will say. Okay. So what I'm starting to hear here is that it has to do with the idea of overcoming commoditization, like... Uh, uh, you know, candles, soap, jewelry, uh, custom lamps, custom furniture, all this e-commerce yeah. stuff. Uh, there's really nothing new under the sun. And in some cases may even come from the same place. But what really makes it special is the personality behind the brand. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If, <laughs> if a brand have a really nice story, uh, in in the marketing term, we call it a story-driven strategy. So you have a really interesting story behind your brand about how you have started the company, uh, what experience you have, and how it is helping other people, and stories about the customers, the testimonials, the, uh, their own portfolio about the design or customization. Those are the really important part, you know, when starting an e-commerce business because there are thousands of businesses doing this exactly same thing. So you have to stand apart with your unique selling point. Yeah. Uh, do we convey this through the e-commerce site itself? Or what are some other avenues for doing this? I mean, this is almost a question that answers itself, but I'm asking you because I want to hear it in your own words and I want to find out what I'm missing. So go ahead. Yeah. So in, in, in order to do that, uh, I would say, you know, first of all, do the market research, you know, see your competitors, what they are doing, which platform they are, what type of message they are sharing, you know, uh, if it's the same product, how they are promoting their product, are they promoting on Google or Facebook or a different uh, social media platforms. So having, doing that a small bit of uh, competitive research will leads you, uh, you know, to keep your brand apart from what they are currently doing. Maybe they are not, uh, uh, maybe their target audience is different. So you can fulfill those demands to the other target audience, you know, where you, you can see there is a need of that service. Or you can change your product or adopt that product in such a way that it solves the different problem. You know, that, for example, there are lots of uh, swaps uh, in, in a market, you know, uh, some are targeted to men, some are targeted to women, some are targeted to children. So having that niche, you know, focus on that niche and uh, try to find where those audience are, where they are. Are they on TikTok scrolling? You know, are they on uh, Instagram? Are they on YouTube? So run ads depends on where your target audience. Okay, that that's all well and good. So. Aside from everything we've already covered here, what do you believe in your experience sets a successful e-commerce business apart from the rest? Uh, to to set your uh, uh, to, to make your e-commerce successful, I would say uh, you know focus on three things. The first would be your branding. Uh, that's what makes you apart. Your logo, your colors, your fonts you choose you know, uh, your brand voice. That's the very first thing I would say focus on. The second thing would be your website, your whole e-commerce or how you represent your website is targeted to younger audience or targeted to older audience. So it depends on products and the area and the location. 
as a target audience. You modify your website depends on that. Uh, if you are going for international, then you know, if your website is providing, uh, if somebody can pay with the, with a different currency, if that option is available, uh, the website uh, should open quickly, even though somebody has slow internet connection or they are using different devices with a different screen. Yeah. And I would say that the third would be the super important. That's what brings money to the business. Uh, that will be a marketing, uh, running ads, doing the right SEO for your business, uh, content marketing. You know, those are the things, uh, those are the three things you need to focus uh, when when you're starting a business. Okay, so here's an anecdote I'd like to tell. I'm just going to share it with you, and then I want to get your reaction to it. Sure. Uh, right now, we're having this conversation. It's the beginning of October 2023. So I don't know if somebody's listening to this the day we release it. I don't know if somebody's listening to this a year ago, but I'm just putting a time frame for where we are right now. So we are one month from the 10-year anniversary of me arriving in Las Vegas to live here, which was November 8th, 2013. I remember because it was a Friday. So I had just driven three days across the continental United States in my in my uh, 2011 Opal Insignia, excuse me, Buick Regal, uh, with my uh, with my clothes, computers, and cats. I uh, the, the two princesses were still kittens at the time, and they rode in their little kitty limo on the passenger seat. So after three days of dealing with kittens and wishing I hadn't decided to take Route 70 all the way from Pittsburgh to Utah because I didn't realize how high that goes in the mountains. I thought I was going to die. But anyway, uh, three days of driving. I arrive in Las Vegas Thursday night. I get a hotel room for the night Friday morning. I go get the keys for my uh, for my new duplex. And uh, I spend the day doing things like all the stuff that I had that I had shipped ahead, arranged to have it delivered to my place. I went to a local furniture store and ordered ordered new furniture for the place because before I left Pittsburgh, I donated all my previous stuff. I figured for what it was going to cost to ship it, I might as well just buy new stuff. And I went grocery shopping, and it was a type of grocery shopping where my refrigerator was actually full. I know it's weird. Like when you first move into a place, your refrigerator is actually full because you do it the right way the first time. Uh, so yeah. here I am. It's about uh, it's about eight o'clock in the evening. And the only furniture I have in that place is my folding chair, which I'd driven in, with in my, in my trunk, and my inflatable mattress, which I had owned for 10 years. So I set up the inflatable mattress, and I'd ship my TV and my DVD player ahead. So I took those out of the box, filled up the mattress, and I figured, what would be the, the, the perfect movie to watch? on my first night in Las Vegas. And actually I picked Casino. We are barely through the monologue by Robert De Niro at the very beginning where he goes on about how Las Vegas has a, is a morality car wash. And I hear, Do you know what happened? Uh, when you were watching movie? Yeah, when oh, I heard this all of a sudden. Yeah, that, that, that's your mattress. <laughs> That would be that would be Princess Alessandra who's staring at oh, me right now, uh, testing her claws on my inflatable mattress. So yeah. thinking, oh great, now I'm gonna have to sleep on the hard floor. Uh, at that point, I thought, you know, I could go for a cigar. Where's the local cigar shop? Now I went into the kitchen. And there was this thing on the table. It was this big yellow book. Is I think it's called a Yellow Pages or something. So okay. seeing that yellow book, I picked. I, I pulled my smartphone out of my pocket, and I did a and I did a simple Google search on the mobile browser, and I typed "Cigar Lounge eight nine one two eight" because that was the zip code. Cigar Lounge eight nine one two eight. Let's go. That was my search, and it pulled up a lounge. It was a mile and a half away from me, and I immediately drove down. Hung out there for three hours until they closed and then came back to ponder sleeping on the hard floor. But here's my point. I was looking for something locally and I went globally to find it. Right. And I think that regardless of what type of commerce you're in, I'm going to test this one with you and I want to get your thoughts on it. Regardless of what type of commerce you're in, you're in e-commerce one way or the other. 
Yeah, that's that's hundred percent true. Uh, you know, and and that's the beauty of uh, e-commerce, I would say. You know, uh, because many of the people, many of the small businesses, uh, when they launch their product, they have lots of doubts. Uh, what if I don't have my target audience? If uh, what if somebody don't want my product? I would yeah. say everybody needs something. You know, uh, it is it is just you need to find right target audience, right person at the right time at the right platform, and with next to their right problem, <laughs> you have to put your product over there, and they will buy. Yeah. So, so that, uh, that's what makes uh, e-commerce. Uh, you know, are different than any other type of, uh, uh, you know, the selling style. Uh, because now you have huge internet, you know, billions of people. Out of billion, maybe thousand people will look for that problem, look for the solution for that specific problem. Or let's say, you know, in, in your case, you know, you're looking for cigar. Maybe only 10 shops uh, in whole America might be selling that product. But if you count to the, you know, compared with the whole uh, global, <laughs> the whole world, you know, there are lots of companies who will do better than that or cheaper than that, or they, they can ship you quickly, you know. So you now you have an option to purchase from, you know. So th I think that that's what uh, uh, brings to the second topic about a competition and the pricing. So if, if your local shop, uh, if there's just one local shop next to your area, uh, then he have monopoly of selling you the same product for the higher rate. And just because of your convenience, you know, you are going to pay the high price, you know. Uh, but when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, searching on online or internet, you can find the same product with a cheaper rate and you won't be blackmailed by your local shop. Right. So yeah. I think that's where the, you know, uh, what I will say, the e-commerce will, the e-commerce business, the online stores, it just opened the doors uh, for lots of possibilities. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with that more. And what I also like about e-commerce in general is it allows you to play in markets without geographically being there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it takes so it takes that away, but at the same time, it allows the local business that's serving locally to do more of that. So some of the, I don't see as much of this as I used to, but I remember when I first got started with online marketing twenty years ago, uh, it was still a novelty for a local shop, like we'll call it a mom and pop, just for lack of a better term, uh, would even have a website because they would say what do I need a website for? Uh, uh, they, they all, they, everybody in town knows me. My family's been here for three generations. Uh, they all see me at the supermarket, at church, the Rotary Club, the Kiwanis. Uh, uh, we do our little, we do our little booth at the 4th of July fair every year. So what do I need some website for? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, and those, and those are the ones that got hit first. No, that, uh, that is true. And, you know, that's what exactly happened uh, during the COVID time. And if I talk about London, uh, it, it is the, the COVID in, uh, you know, affected lots of small businesses and, you know, lots of moms and pop shops. Even the bigger brands are closing their shop because now it is expensive uh, in, in, in terms of the economy is going down. You know, the purchasing power is less. So... If the same product, if people are uh, the business are selling locally and they are not buying it, that's okay. You know, there are other countries where people will be happy to pay the same price. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think, and and I would say, you know, that's the that's the power of an e-commerce at the end of the day. You know, you won't be depend on your local region uh, when it comes to sales. You know, now you have increased your radar where you can sell your product. So more and more benefits customer will get, you know, the more options customer will have uh, in order to purchase the same product, you know, yeah. or same brand. So yeah, I would say uh, that moms and pop shop, everybody should have a, at least a website. Even if you are not selling online, that's fine. Having an online website, that is more than enough because when people will find on internet, 
search on internet with specific things and you're the only person who pops up at the top of a Google search engine, you know, where you are providing that particular solution. You know, for example, uh, if I search owl candle, you know, that's the weird thing to search. But if your your business is selling owl candle, <laughs> for example, so your website will pop up and that's where, you know, now I'm I'm the one who needs that product. So I'm more than happy to pay because it's a niche based, it is unique, and you are the only one who is providing the solution. If you didn't have a website, I never would have found you, you know, so you might have lost the opportunity to sell. So just having a website makes a huge difference in a business. Well, certainly. And as I mentioned earlier, the reason I shared that anecdote about my first night in Las Vegas, I wanted to make the point that people search globally to find locally. Now, here I was, I was a new arrival in Las Vegas. I mean, I knew people here, but I didn't really know people here. So I, you know, my initial research was on its own. What was I going to do? Um, get in my car and drive around, uh, take my chances on the yellow pages. And here's another point I like to make. And I think that, uh, I think that the, the bug hitting us in 2020 had something to do with it. Oh, uh, what happened when the pandemic hit? You had a surge that has not abated in people having things delivered to them that previously they would go pick up. So their favorite restaurant that uh, maybe to this day doesn't have its own delivery drivers. Well, you have about five different services that will go pick that up, that will go pick your order up for you and bring it to your home for a fee. Uh, grocery shopping. It already existed. You could send somebody else to do your grocery shopping. They called them personal shoppers. Now there are companies out there. You give them a grocery list, they'll go pick it up for you and bring it to your place. So now you have people accessing their local services that up until that point, it was no big deal to just drive over using e-commerce. No, yeah. And I would say two words. I would say comfortable and confidence, you know. Uh, during the COVID, as you mentioned, uh, just just before the COVID, it was hard uh, to you know people to get comfortable on providing their personal details, you know, name, yeah. email address, card details online to a random website. You know, they didn't have that confidence at that time. But during the COVID, the technology things are changed. People are more comfortable to buy online and trust those websites. You know, they they know how to do their due diligence about finding a right website, if it's trustable or not. So so that, that education which was required, I think that's what the people learn. Even the general population learn about those small things about the security wise. Uh, and they now they are more comfortable and confident to purchase something online. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Now, you mentioned some of the things that people can do to promote their e-commerce store and whether that goes into advertising online advertising or uh, other things that involve expenditure one of the things that i know a lot of people personally that would love to get involved with e-commerce but they look at and they say this is going to be really expensive for me to get started and i'm going to have to put a lot of cash into this i don't know when i'm going to start seeing a positive return on investment so is it really worth it for me to bother so my question to you is based on your experiences Let's say a business doesn't have a big budget. Let's say they're on a tight budget. How can they still create the online presence that's going to support them having a prosperous e-commerce application? Right. This is a really good question. And, you know, lots of businesses, uh, the business owner, the small business, the startups, they're asking the same question. How much budget should I have? You know, and I would always say that because the, the how how I started this uh, make look of a global business, and then I went through whole process because I used to say I used to create a website, the whole e-commerce store for my clients uh, with this marketing agency which uh, which I have, and it costs around fifteen thousand dollars to build a really nice website, right? So that's where where I sat with my fiance. We we're discussing how how low can we go, you know. Uh, how how we can make it affordable as much as we can. So we uh, because uh, because of my previous knowledge and her knowledge in graphic design and branding, she's a graphic designer, and I'm a, more of a social media marketer. 
So we went, we sit together, we discuss about how we can decrease the price in branding. And there are lots of AI-based software which can create, which can suggest you different colors and logo designs, you know, within a, within a few seconds. So we, we sorted out that branding uh, solution. The second was about website design and creating the whole e-commerce. So there are lots of options, of course, Shopify and Wix and uh, Squarespace and WordPress website, WooCommerce, so many, so many websites out there, uh, the CMS platforms. But choosing the right one, uh, which which help you to you know leverage in future, uh, which is easy to edit because for, for us, the target audience are the people who are not technically, uh, who don't have technical knowledge about uh, the e-commerce and how to use this technology and stuff. So uh, I went through, uh, got in touch with so many other uh, the e-commerce business companies who are building the e-commerce mm-hmm. uh, uh, solution and uh, the e-commerce platform basically and had a deal with them. So one of the platform we are currently using is called Dukan. Uh, and I had a chat with the uh, with the CEO. And I said, uh, we are helping startups and small business. What's the best you can do for us? You know? So we got a great deal, super, super good deal uh, from them. And that's where we are using their platform. The third, third problem was about the marketing. So once they have a, once we provide we, we created the branding. The second one, we created the whole e-commerce store. Now, the third question is how to get people on the store, how to get more people. The more visitors will visit the website, the more sales they will get. It is directly proportional. So then we created the whole marketing strategy about, I created a book where you can promote your product, you know, 101 ways to promote the product. And then we created a small course uh, seven days course about creating whole social media strategy to get your first sell on social media. Uh, so that's the third thing we did. So I would say, you know, if you're looking for a tight budget, uh, then, you know, have a look at the MacLocker for Global. The The plan is 99 pound, or I would say $150 a year. And yeah. what you will get, and what you will get is the domain uh, for a year. Then you have the whole e-commerce store uh, set up to so the domain, business card design, and whole branding is done. The thing you will get is the whole e-commerce store uh, and two hours of training where you can learn all the things, how to manage the store, how to do, how to do the invoicing, how to do the shipping, uh, how to manage the store, how to upload the product, how to remove it, how to add coupons, lots of things. You know, it, it is super easy to use that with just one hour of session, you will know 90% of the things uh, about the e-commerce, how it works. And everything can be done. Everything can be managed through your mobile phone. So generally this is how I I say to my customer, if you know how to use Facebook, then you can manage the e-commerce store through your phone. So that's how we made the system super easy. You know, so it just costs 150 a year. First of all, that's that's the cheapest uh, way uh, to be we come up with because we have lots of automation and it's expensive in marketing, lots of connection uh, with people who are providing their service in a very cheap rate. So the whole e-commerce store, the the domain, the hosting, the SSL certificate, everything is included in just £99 a year. So it's not even a monthly cost. Uh, it's just a yearly £150. So, the, so in order to come to that that price at the very low, we, we don't have any competition at this moment, you know, uh, because this is not really profitable business for lots of uh, people who are just starting, you know. So that's where we step into the market to reach the targeted audience. So I would say, you know, when, when let's come back to your question about the tight budget that people have uh, and how to get, you know, the sales and how to start e-commerce business. I was, the first of all, I would suggest come at MacLover for Global, have a chat with me. So we can start a business within £150 a year or £99 if you're in UK. Uh, and I would say uh, just do that. Or even if you don't have, you have zero budget, then there is also a way, you know, use social media. Social media is free, you know, and I would say content marketing is a fantastic tool. You know, creating con- creating contents around your product. You know, having uh, UGC user user generated content. 
so like for example if you talk about uh let's say a candle business right so create a small video about how you create a candle you know what are the use cases of the candle so creating those different use cases about uh, some examples uh, around your product tips about your product you know just sharing those information on social media groups uh, social media channels on tiktok on reels on youtube uh, on facebook you know that will bring customers automatically so in that's why you don't need a higher budget or even one pound or one dollar to start a business all the social media platforms are free so just go out there share your information share your story share your product and uh, generate a business so once you start that business you know that's then the second step would be you know uh, go to social uh, create a whole e-commerce store and other than other stuff yeah yeah i'm just remembering now this is when i was in a different business so we have to rewind oh my goodness this is before i came to las vegas but i had a client for about a year or so he's a actually a pretty cool guy he had he was a, he was a jeweler and he started another business in the same shop where he had his high-end jewelry that was patriotic themed jewelry made out of pewter i believe it was and so he was looking to get more customers for his patriotic jewelry. So we came up with, uh, we found out that he actually had a very active Facebook page. He was getting pretty good engagement. He had a good uh, Twitter feed, or we will call that X these days, and yeah. a few other things going on where he already had people following him where he could create some interest. So we had him sign up for an email marketing platform they will enable us to uh, collect leads and send follow-up emails. So here's what we did. We positioned him as announcing that he was going to be writing a book on the importance of instilling patriotic values in our children as part of the curriculum in schools. The invitation was, enter your name, email address, share your thoughts about why instilling patriotic values in our children and schools is important to you check off a box indicating whether or not they could use he could use their name or whether he should keep it anonymous and as soon as you submit that you got a one-time coupon that you could use to buy his jewelry now it was even less sophisticated than that uh because at the time he was getting basically no sales from a lot of his social media efforts. So if he made one sale from each one of these people, then he was way ahead of the game. So yeah, everybody got the same coupon and technically a person could use it more than once. But our analytics showed that we were trying to move him from zero to one. And I can tell you that as a result of that promotion, he got about 350 people to share their thoughts on that subject. And out of those 350 people, almost half of them, I think it was the number, it was some, it was some odd number, like 153 or something like that, which is why it sort of sticks in my mind, uh, placed an order for his jewelry. And the average gross order was $90. That's, that's super good. Now let, me, now, let me break down. We already said that everybody got the same coupon, so we didn't even need some kind of advanced technology or software to make that happen because hey if somebody used the coupon three times what did he care he made three sales and he factored yeah. in that the discount he was giving off the coupon would otherwise have been his advertising expenses so he was already ahead of the game as he saw it um now not only did everybody get the same coupon but what was his what was the actual promise he was, he was going to do as far as this book you are thinking about it and don't have an answer because there wasn't one. He said, I'm planning to write a book. And then he vaguely mentioned that when the book is ready, I'll send you a copy. Now let's go through some definitions. When the book is ready, he didn't say when he didn't put a, a due date on it. What type of book was it going to be? Was it going to be a paperback, a hardback, a, of uh, an ebook didn't say that either. Didn't say that it was going to be on Amazon. Didn't say it was going to be on Barnes and Noble. Didn't say that he was going to get a publishing deal. 
actually, he didn't even have to commit to do it. He just said that he was planning to write a book. Careful phrasing, planning to write a book. So if he never got to it, he didn't break a promise there either. Now did he? No, he didn't. If the, if it, now, he, now, he, now I will tell you, he did create a book. It was a collection of the quotes he received. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but, yeah, that, yeah, he, yeah, he put it all together, put it in a Word document, um, uh, paid a cover designer to make a nice uh, cover page for it, uh, played with the fonts a little bit, made it attractive, uh, added a few pay, added a few ads for his jewelry throughout the book and then uh did a did a thing on the back end it was a real nice presentation of some of the top items in his patriotic uh jewelry store and sent that out as a pdf and made more sales off of it yeah like of course uh you know those people are going to purchase because their own quotes are in that book so they're more than happy to purchase the book they didn't have to purchase it see 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 they didn't have to purchase the book he said all he he said, after the book is finished, I will send you a copy. He didn't say I will sell you a copy. I will send you right. a copy. And what and what did it cost him to make that PDF? Uh, a couple hundred dollars for a designer or for his existing designer who already had the brand to right. basically replicate his own branding in different shapes and sizes to paste all this stuff into the document, uh, do some minor format cleanup, uh, make sure it matches the, match the font of his brand, and click render. And then go to that list of all those people who had opted in, uh, open up a broadcast email, and say, here's that book I promised you. Here's the link. Download it now. Interesting. Uh-huh. This is uh, the, really, the, really good. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, the... Yeah, he yeah he left the email marketing uh, system open for four months. He paid for four months of, his, of the description of the subscription before he shut it down. But think about just for that very low investment, it wasn't even a whole lot of his time. And and as far as my company managing that project, it was one of our easier ones. Our invoice to him was not that high. Right. So he did pretty damn good, and he got a lot of attention on that store. Now. Here's an, now here's another one. Um, let me just um, let me uh, bing the Yahoo out of the Googles here real quick. And make sure I get the name right. I think I got it here. Oh yes. Okay, so I used to live in Pennsylvania. Uh, I used to live in the Pittsburgh area. So I used to I used to drive across Pennsylvania into New Jersey to visit my best friend from college who lived in New Jersey. And so I so I'd go out there for a couple of days. Then when I was driving back and I was crossing the border over the bridge from Pennsylvania, excuse me, from New Jersey back into Pennsylvania, as I'm coming down the slope of that big ass bridge, I uh, on the Pennsylvania side, I would look up and I'd see this bulletin board and all it said on it was a website. Are you ready for the website? I hate Stevensinger.com. That was the entire billboard. It just said, I hate Steven Singer dot com. Now that makes you now that makes you wonder. Now that makes you wonder who hates Yeah. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Who who hates Steven Singer? Was this his ex-wife? Was it a spurned lover? Was it his uh was it his brother that you just disowned? Was it some dissatisfied customers? Uh was he some kind of uh guy in the news uh, accused of committing a crime who was he why do people hate him so much well to this day to this day if you go to www.ihatestevensinger.com you will be visiting his e-commerce store for his philadelphia jewelry store Ooh, and that jewelry yeah. store conveniently was accessible from the very next exit off route 76 so he positioned he positioned that billboard so the people would pull out their smartphone devices. Hopefully their passengers would do it. They wouldn't do it themselves. And they say, Who's what's up with Steven Singer? Like, oh, this is a jewelry store. You know, let's go check it out. Yeah. Only five minutes off the beaten path. And this and this got not only, you know, traffic in terms of the type that you would get to a website, but also the type you would get from people walking through your door 
because people just wanted to see what's the deal with Steven Singer and why they hate him, people hate him so much. And it got international media publicity because of just the brilliance of how he created that curiosity. And that wasn't the only billboard. They actually had those all over the Philadelphia area. But that's the one that I saw. And every single person, and uh, and there were people streaming over that bridge 24-7, 365, saw that sign that had written in that uh, in that really angry font, I hate Steven Singer.com. And those Bolton boards have been up since the late 1990s. Wow. This is this is really good because it's a curiosity uh, which leads to sell. This is and, a really nice way to you know promote. promote and now, yeah. and now let's take this one step further. Here we are in the year 2023, October 2023. I have not seen this billboard in over 10 years because it's been about that long since I have crossed that bridge in that direction. I'm located in Las Vegas, Nevada, and you're aware. I'm in London, UK. You're in London, United Kingdom. So we're having an international conversation right now. Neither one of us is anywhere near Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And we've just spent the last seven minutes talking about a jewelry store in Philadelphia. Right. That, that's, oh, yeah. That, that's the, 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 you know, you should get up. Uh, uh, we, we just did their promotion indirectly uh, on this podcast. So. Yeah. So uh, I think that uh, that's what the brand wants. They want to they want people to talk about them, you know, and doing something crazy, something interesting, something different. You know, that's where people start talking about them, and uh, the more people know or curious about it, more people visit the website, the more sales they will get. You know, I think that that's what is happening on on TikToks. The lots of things goes on. You know, the brand puts uh, something interesting, something crazy things. And then it just starts the flows, and those hashtag, you know, uh, become at the top. Uh, but I'm I'm pretty much uh, impressed uh, with the yeah, with the uh, Steven Singer. <laughs> I had stevensinger.co. I just been to their website. It is pretty amazing as well. Yeah, and, and you and you, yeah, and you and you look at it, and it's a really really nice website and you you can if you scroll to, if you go through the pages you'll see pictures of the store it's a it's on a street corner I'm, I'm not sure what neighborhood it's in but i know the general area i didn't go there myself i know the general part of philadelphia where it's in and it's this uh it's this really old building on a street corner in one of the rustic neighborhoods so essentially it's your local jewelry store gone global through e-commerce oh yeah and Reaching a local audience by glowing, going global. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, let's so let's hear an example from you. Uh, what's an example of how you've done this thing where you've created a thriving e-commerce business? Because as we wrap up here, I want people to get a little bit of taste of you if they're curious about taking this to the next level. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, of course, of course. Let me think about one of my clients. Um, yeah, I would say I will talk about my very first client uh, for this one. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, the business called Aquaba Cherries, and it is run by uh, MNO. So basically, it's it's a corner shop uh, in in London, uh, and they sell Afro Caribbean store. One of the you know, their unique selling point was they have created their own brand, Aquaba Cherries. They 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 were running for about last four years. Uh, they never had a website. They never had a social media presence. Uh, no social media accounts. Nothing. It is just you know the physical store, the corner shop, uh, and they have about more than one twenty uh, products. Uh, they reach out to me where, uh, when they see my flyers. Uh, in one of the networking event uh they, they got in touch with me they say oh you're starting a new company uh and uh you know we want to start uh online e-commerce store so can you build a website for us i said yeah that's that's what because, because it was my first client i i gave my hundred percent i said okay yeah sure let's do it 
and then he he told me the whole story why he wants to do it and why it is important for him. He said, you know, uh, we are closing our business. I said, why? Uh, it was just after the COVID time. And they said, uh, the increase in uh, price of a gas, electricity, taxes uh, is affecting their business. And they what they are currently at in, it is more of a break and even uh, every on a monthly basis and not at a profit. Uh, and they don't see it is sustainable business uh, for, uh, for for the future. So they they are planning to close the business, but they want to uh, they take a chance go online because everybody talks about oh start selling your product online uh, have a website people will buy from the world from the uh, buy globally. Uh, so that's that's where he came to me. He wanted to take give it give a last chance uh, for his business because anyway his strategy was to uh, because he got a personalized branded product. So he had a good amount of inventory that he wants to, you know, just finish it. Uh, so then I went, went ahead, we created, um, we redesigned the logo for them. Uh, just a little bit modification uh, on the logo side, on the branding side, create the whole e-commerce store. Uh, I even go, you know, uh, uh, on the very next step, I hired a photographer. We took the professional pictures from three different angles. Uh, and uploaded all the products uh, on the on the e-commerce store, and then okay. we started running ads. And well, once we started running ads, because it was uh, it was in the niche base, it was Afro Caribbean. It was targeting those people, so they started generating revenue within very first month. Just after about five to seven days of running ads, they start making one two sales on a daily basis. So as they wanted to close their shop within three months, they did eventually. But not now this time, the reason was not about the gas price and electricity and whatever. Now the reason was we are making more profit by selling products online, even though there is a cost in deliveries and shipping and uh, packaging and other small uh, less and more. But still they are making more profit compared to what they were making at the store because first of all, you need to pay the, the store price and then the other uh, bills. So they think they recently, I think uh, in, we started in January, February, March, and in April, 2023, they closed their shop and now they're online. Uh, you can visit aquabacheris.com to see the website and they are doing super very well. And awesome. Yeah, so just before that, they used to have a local people who used to purchase a product. They never sold outside the London. So now they have this huge opportunity where anybody around the world can purchase a product. And that's the, that's the benefit they have. So all the data they have, the people who visited the stores, the email addresses they have, so they can retarget the new product, like send emails to those people who already purchased and you know, uh, tell them about the new offers or on a on a season based. You know, now, now the Christian uh, Christmas campaign we are going to run in next in the next few months. You know, so those are the things you can do online. So that's not possible if you have a brick and mortar shop, basically. So, right. Uh, so now the only cost they have is the major cost is about the inventory and shipping. So and then they put uh, the profit margin increase a lot. So I would I would say you know that, that is the best uh, case study we had from the very first client, and that's where I see huge potential uh, when moving from offline to online. Awesome, awesome. So, an invitation to our listeners uh, is go to this e-commerce site builder that are that the, the go to this email. This the, the e-commerce builder that Sahil has created for you. It's it's at uh, makegreatsite.com. That's makegreatsite.com, and you can, within minutes, actually have at least the foundations of a workable e-commerce site up and running. You don't have to know coding or anything like that. So one thing I'm curious about is I had a chance to check out that website, makegreatsite.com, before you and I start our conversation. Now, you mentioned that 
It has integrated artificial intelligence to facilitate the design process. Uh, artificial intelligence, of course, being all the rage. Tell us a bit about how that works. Oh yeah, of course, of course. And then that's, uh, that's a really good question here. Uh, adding AI uh, into your builder, uh, which makes a very huge difference. Because uh, let me let me tell you a little bit problem which every website builder has. Uh, one of the biggest problem is the website are not responsive. That means if you build a website for the desktop, and if you open on your mobile phone, it will not look good. You know, if you even if you if it looks good on your mobile phone, it will not look good on a tablet. So you have to create in such a way that any screen size. You know, if it's a big TV or projector or, or on your uh, Apple Watch, your website should be accessible, easy to read, and looks good. You know, that, that's the very first step of a website designing, be responsive on a, any screen size. So that's the first problem the AI will solve. It will make sure that the code will not break at the back end. It, it will be responsive, uh, responsive to any of the screen size. That's the very first. Uh, on the design side. And the second thing it does is, like, let's say, uh, you know, not everybody have good knowledge about uh, branding and uh, color palettes. So that's way, that's where this AI uh, comes in. It will suggest the color palettes for your business. So you already have those colors. Even if you made some silly mistakes, which many of the, if you build your own website sometime, you know, you might have did it. And I did it uh, plenty of the time. When having a background color and your font color, you know, your heading, let's say, and it has a nice background. If you keep the same colors, then it will be disappeared. Let's say the black background with the black fonts. You, 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 you will never see those words because it is blended. So the AI makes sure you don't make, make the silly mistake. There should be always be contrast between the text and the background. So those are the small little things the AI does at the very back end. So, and plus this, uh, and I would say the make great side, it is completely free of charge. When you, it, it is it is not 30 days trial period or 60 days trial period. It is completely free of charge. So you can build a website within 10 seconds because we have more than 300 templates on the website with a different niche with the real content and real photos. It's not like a fake content you, we, the normal website uh, builders has. It has the real content, real images, real videos, real information about more than 300 plus niches. If there's more than chances, 99% chances that you will find something related to your business, choose a template, change few words, and done. Uh, it is published. Uh, there's a pro version as well. There's a paid features when you want to uh, connect with your uh, domain or you want some extra additional uh, uh, the custom coding on a website, then it, it costs around 29.99 pound per month. So I would highly suggest you go for the free version, you know, build your website for free when you start a business, upload all your product, all the images, all the information about your brand story, and then see uh, how, how anybody else, the people around the world can find your website and make your first sell, second sell, third sell, and then you go for pro feature, you know, to get to 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 get to, to get access to the pro features and some uh, more accessibility features as well over there. So improve your business. Great, um, fantastic. Would, yeah, fantastic. So to have, have a, create a free account on make look uh, makegreatsite.com and build your first website completely free. It is better than Wix and Squarespace. <laughs> well, you know, I'm. I mean, I don't put down any other platforms uh i i'm very much a fan of wordpress myself uh but here's something that i would encourage our listeners to think about let's say that you want to give us a shot just to see what happens you know don't invest too much time have something where artificial intelligence can help you get it done quickly and make a nice presentation so that you could potentially be selling something this afternoon find a drop shipper uh find uh find something like cafe press or something and upload your design something like hey you have it done in two hours and just go out there and test it on your social media or maybe you have something you're already selling and just want to create another outlet for that try that so take take ceo up on his offer and 
check it out. Makegreatsite.com. Uh, I mean, the only thing you have to lose is a couple hours of your time. And what you have to gain is actually pretty substantial. What if, uh, what if as a result of spending three hours of your time, you make $500? Does that sound like a return on your investment? Indeed, yeah. Of yeah. Even, even if you make $10, you know, that is still, because your investment will be zero, your profit will be 10. It is, you're still making you know, money there, a profit there. So yeah, why not? Absolutely. So go do that. And with that, Sahil, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me, an education. We trust you enjoyed today's episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. Check out our previous and upcoming episodes on our website at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. While you're there, be sure to subscribe via your favorite network so you get fresh episodes delivered straight to you. Until next time, have a great day. Take care.